Well, again, good morning. How about we uh, turn around and shake somebody's hand and introduce yourself to the folks around you? Go ahead and say hello to them. Tell them Happy New Year. Tell them who that. Tell them go Tigers. Tell them all that. Uh, it would be uh, somewhat uh, almost impossible to not at least acknowledge the air that is in the air these days. Certainly with the game today and with uh, an impending game next Monday, uh, certainly in South Louisiana, football is amongst us right now. I had, through the great generosity and love of a real dear friend of mine, the privilege of actually going to Atlanta to actually see the Tigers dismantle the Sooners last, last week. And um, as I was there, uh, I certainly, like everybody else that was there, got swept up in all of the uh, euphoria and joy with the, the game. But as the, the dust was settling, I, um, I probably returned most to uh, an event that I, I presume you know about. But um, um, LSU's offensive coordinator, Steve Insminger, uh, lost his daughter-in-law immediately before the game, right? Carly, may she rest in peace. Uh, was killed with a few others in a, a plane accident, and, and, and that kind of got lost in the midst of the game itself, and I certainly understand how that happens, but the, the thing that I have returned to within my own reflection upon all that was the game was how easy it has been for me to miss just the reality of human life in the midst of all that was the game. and I mean, it was a powerful game, and I'm going to watch the national championship, and we're all going to watch the Saints game today, but boy, it's easy to miss the most important things amidst all the noise. Amen? It's easy to miss the most important things. And sometimes the things that we miss are really loud and big, and sometimes the things that we miss are subtle and almost invisible, but it's important for us to know when we need to keep our eyes on the most important things. Because you can miss things easily. It is Epiphany today. We are celebrating those uh, three kings that visited Jesus, the, the wise men, the, the magi, these three men. Um, there is the story, obviously, that we are so familiar with. They see the star at its rising, and they travel from their land, and led by the star, they eventually come before Jesus. All this is in the Gospel of Matthew. We just proclaimed it. However, there is a detail that I have often missed about missing the star. I don't know what was happening up there, but these three guys from a land far away were paying attention to the sky. And we don't know what the astrological event was. There's certainly... Uh, better evidence today than ever about what exactly the star would have been. But these men who were not Jewish themselves, although very familiar with the Jewish scriptures, as well as 
the sacred texts of every major religion back then. There were men who were not only attentive to the sacred texts, but also to the sacred things of a sacred world. And these three guys were paying attention to the sky. Gospel of Matthew says, we, star, we saw the star at its rising. So they were paying attention to the sky, and whatever was happening in the sky was so amazing and so historic and so absolutely got to get your attention that they packed up all their stuff and brought with them gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to what? Fulfill the prophet Isaiah in the first reading today. And, they, and they, they follow this thing in the sky that is so dramatic that it's leading them. Now, everybody pick up your bulletin and go with me to page three. Page three in the bulletin, I want us to read from the actual text of sacred scripture itself something so phenomenal that I have just this year actually pondered it. Page three in the bulletin, the Gospel of Matthew we're going to pick up in the middle where the line starts with then Herod called and we're going to read that sentence out loud together. Are you ready? Here we go. Then Herod called Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. Let's read that one more time together. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance because Herod didn't see it. He missed it. Three guys from a land far away are paying attention to the sky and they see something so historic and so life-changing and so absolutely phenomenal that they pick up their stuff and they march halfway across the world to and they follow in something, and Herod goes outside and says, um, well, tell, tell me what I'm looking for. He called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. I, when did something start happening? Herod says, I missed it. I, I don't see what y'all see. Now look, back then, everybody would have been familiar with the stars. Herod had a palace. Herod, Herod had a bed. N nobody else did. Where'd you sleep back then? You slept outside on your roof where it was coolest, and there was no TV or phones or light pollution. Everyone was familiar with the sky back then. Everybody was familiar with the stars. It would have just been a part of life. People lived in rhythm with nature. People would have understood the sky. And those three guys saw something, and it changed their life. And Herod's like, I missed it. Sometimes it's easy to miss the most important things that are right in front of us. Check this out. 
We're so familiar with this whole story, right? We've been in it. We've been getting ready for it, right? We've got the child Jesus. Talk about missing it. Let's even fly up to the bigger picture here. Imagine Joseph and Mary. For months, Joseph, every night, as Jesus is in the womb of Mary, every night Joseph puts his ear to Mary's womb and listens to the heartbeat of this baby. Who was the first person to touch God? Joseph. Because there's no doctor, there's no nurse. When Mary delivered Jesus, who was there? Joseph. Joseph is the first human being to actually hold Jesus in the flesh outside the womb. Joseph, he's got Jesus. I don't know what was in his heart, but I would have liked instinctively you can see it right he he puts jesus on mary's chest and then you can just see joseph kneeling in adoration that's quiet joseph is looking at jesus looking at mary and then bam here come the shepherds walk in the cave and they don't know who they are. You can just imagine Joseph like, who are you? And these shepherds who they've never met are walking in this place, kind of invading their space, talking about an angel. They're giving glory to God, and they're praising God. You can just imagine Joseph and Mary kind of caught off guard by the whole thing. And there's all this extra stuff surrounding this sacred, quiet moment. And then finally the shepherds leave. And Mary and Joseph are looking at Jesus. And here come these magi who don't look anything like anybody they've ever seen. They're walking in there talking about a star in languages they've never heard before. They've got gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It's extraordinary. It's different. It's kind of taking them aback. And what do you think Jesus wants? He wants to be nursed. Mary wants to sleep. Joseph just wants some quiet. And if that wasn't bad enough, all of a sudden Joseph is sleeping one night, and in the middle of the night, he hears God wake him up and say, Now, get up now, leave now. Herod wants to kill the baby now. Go to Egypt. Joseph says, I've never been to Egypt. God says, Get up now. So Joseph gets up, he takes the baby and Mary off to Egypt. All this in the story, all this extra stuff, it's, it's kind of noisy, it's extraordinary. There's all this extra stuff around a simple, beautiful story. And we can miss in the story just keeping our eyes right here. Because when our eyes are right here and the Magi come, what happens to our eyes? We start looking at the Magi and, oh, they've got this. And, oh, they came from here. And they followed that. When the shepherds came, they were looking here. And all of a sudden, the shepherds came in like, oh, you heard what? And you were where? And you were doing what? Right? It's easy in the story for us to get so caught off by all the extra stuff that we can miss 
staying focused right here. Why do I say that? Because it's January. This January is my 19th year as a priest. And in 19 years, I have noticed a pattern in my life and in all of our lives. 19 years, you you, kind of learn some things. And I love you enough just to remind us not to miss something The saints are playing today. In case you didn't know that, right? And they're going to keep playing. You want to know why? Because they're going to win today, and I think they have a great chance. Do you realize this is never before that we have a chance for both of our teams to win it all? So if you thought that there was a lot of excitement in the air today, wait till next week in the Super Bowl. And if you thought Mardi Gras was something, wait for a Mardi Gras when we have a Super Bowl champion and a national champion. Amen? So here's what happens. I went to Atlanta to watch the game, and it was awesome. And I'm going to watch some of the game today. And I'm going to watch the national championship. Because in our humanity, those are awesome things, right? But there are two times a year where I see the temptation for us to get kind of swept up and everything happening around us, and the next thing you know, it's easy if you're not careful. You just kind of fade away, and the next thing you know, it's Ash Wednesday, and man, I missed it. Two times a year, I see it. I see it every year as a priest sitting up here watching the pews. It happens every January and it happens every June. See, in June, we hit summer vacation, school's off, just a different rhythm of life. And it's easy for families and for people to kind of get swept up into life. And that's okay, it happens, there's no blame. I want us to have fun. But we can miss, in the midst of all that, our focus where it needs to be. And as I woke up yesterday, I just felt a reminder that we are all together, unless we are careful, are about to get swept up into all of the excitement of a Super Bowl and a national championship right on the heels of Mardi Gras. And if we aren't careful, all that grace that a lot of us tasted during Christmas, we're going to turn around and it's going to be the end of February and we're going to be walking up the aisle for ashes and we're going to be asking ourselves, man, what happened? And I love you enough to tell you that that's coming. So be careful. Just be on guard. Am I saying don't watch the Saints game? I would never say that. Just don't get addicted to it on your phone after the game. Am I saying don't watch the LSU game? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
But, but don't get swept up in everything that you don't know what's happening. Herod missed it. Something so obvious because of his ordinary life. And as we find ourselves right there, looking at him, let's make sure that we keep all things in balance Keep our eyes on him so that we don't miss what's most important. Amen?